This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Praise the Lord, Sister Bells. How you doing? God bless you, Brother Shannon. I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Hey, doing good. Is this our first show this year? It is. Yes. It is. Happy yes, New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you and um, your family. Folks, welcome aboard. I'm excited yes. to be back with Dr. <laughs> Deborah Vells. And uh, Sister Vells, uh, we're on a new schedule, doing evenings now. Okay. Glad to be back uh, uh, awake during the day. Instead of uh, yes, sir. working nights and my time and then asleep during the day. So my, my days and nights are back normal again, praise God. Took me a long time. Though. Wonderful. Well, we're going to yes, get started. Sir. Sister Vells, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. Father God, we just want to thank you, Lord, for this time and hour. Father, thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and how you've brought us through this to this year. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. You have been so good. You continue to show yourself faithful, Father God. And I just ask you, Lord, to have your way tonight. Lord God, we thank you for the word that's already gone forth. And we just ask, Lord, that you uh, help us now. Lord God, you lead God and direct, Father God and minister by the power of God. We thank you for Brother Shannon and his precious family. Thank you for all that you're doing, Father. And Lord God, we ask that you continue to bless him, O oh God, and move and minister as only you can. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Uh, Dr. Vells, the mic is yours. Take it away all the time you want. 
Okay, thank you, Brother Shannon. It is an honor, Brother Shannon, to be here, and I just want to welcome all of you on as well. And tonight, Brother Shannon, as I was asking the Lord what to speak about, I believe I am to share a little bit about identifying and breaking curses. One of the things we always have to be careful of is how we speak and how we talk, and and even when words have been spoken in the atmosphere, sometimes we're not aware of what may be coming at us because of curses and word curses and things. So we want to encourage the people of God today to understand that when you can identify uh, words that may have come through the atmosphere, God also gives us how to break those things. And so that's what we want to talk about just for a few moments tonight. Uh, I want to begin with a few uh, definitions, though. First of all, I'd like to define the word blessing. Excuse me. The, uh, the word blessing is an act or the act of one who blesses. It's an expression or an utterance of good wishes. Anything promoting happiness, well-being, or prosperity. And the Bible often talks about blessing in the Bible, how we're blessed. Uh, in other words, uh, Deuteronomy 28 first 14 verses talks about how we can walk in the blessing of the Lord, for example, and how when we obey God, we can, you know, reap the benefits and be blessed and that type of thing. The word curse is an appeal to a supernatural power or evil or injury to befall someone or something. It's that which brings or causes evil. So we know that curses, word curses are very dangerous and can bring harm. The word reverse is the opposite. It means to turn around. So the opposite of a blessing is a curse. uh, Yeah, the opposite of a blessing would be a curse. The opposite of a curse would be a blessing. So we have to understand what's in operation, and then we want the opposite. Praise the Lord. So we don't want to be sad. We want to be happy. Amen. I mean, you know, there are many terms and words that we have to be careful of, that we're not walking into the negative. We want the reverse. So the reverse is the opposite, a turnaround, a change of direction, course, or order. And then the word iniquity. I find that this is very interesting. It's a curse that is not resulting in something the children did, but it is the result of something that happened in their forefathers' lives, and it landed on them talking about iniquity. Iniquity appears in the Bible more than 300 times. God forgave David's sins when he repented, but the curse of his iniquity was passed on to his family. So we we have to understand that sometimes things do pass down. That doesn't mean we can't pray to reverse it or break that thing. We have to understand where things come from, and then the Holy Spirit will give us wisdom how to handle it. So Lamentations 5 and 7 says, Our fathers sinned and are no more, but we bear their iniquities. And then Psalm 51 and 5 says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. So we know we were all born and shaped in sin and iniquity. We don't have to stay there, though. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Now I want to talk a little bit about a blood pact or blood lust. Each person scratches or cuts a finger. This is when someone makes a pact 
Okay, which we should not do this. All right, then they cause the blood to drip onto a piece of paper, write his or her name with blood. Thus, a lasting covenant is formed. Something we're not supposed to do is cut a blood covenant. Okay, that is not what we're to do. We're not to go into a pact with someone by cutting blood. Okay, the enemy uses this. Satanic, occultic uh, people use these types of things, and they're very dangerous. We need to stay away from it. All right. Um, Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about some things that activate a curse, and then we're going to talk about some things that will deactivate a curse. What activates a curse? Sin in your life. We must be mindful of sin. Sin is to miss the mark. So we don't want sin. When you recognize things that are in your life, get rid of it as soon as possible. Repent, turn around, go the other way. Rebellion and disobedience. These things open doors and can activate a curse. Bloodline generational curses, okay? Now, when we find out things that are going on that or have gone on in our family line, one of the things I do, I will repent and ask the Lord to forgive me, forgive my forefathers, forgive them, break those things off. Even when we have not been guilty of it, we still need to pray. Sometimes the Lord will bring these things up and we must deal with it. Partial obedience. Partial obedience is disobedience that got Saul in trouble. It'll get you in trouble, beloved. So if the Lord gives you a directive, make sure that you follow God's directive exactly. You want to, you don't want to activate a curse. You don't want to activate something that would be negative in your life, okay? Um, Bad or unsound counsel. We must be careful. We all at times need counsel. We all at, at times need wisdom, but we don't want bad counsel. So we have to be careful that what we're taking in is wisdom, knowledge, direction according to God and his word and will. Another thing that will activate a curse is idolatry or idol worship. We know that God does not like idolatry, so we must stay away from it. We must not idolize our children, our family, our jobs, for example, even maybe material things. Everything that God gives us, he gives it for a reason. We need to keep things in proper balance, and we need to stay out of idolatry. Okay. Another thing that can activate a curse is compromise. There's a lot of compromising going on in the earth realm today, even among Christians. So we must be very careful that we do not compromise. Do not compromise your faith. Don't don't compromise your walk with God. Don't compromise your lifestyle. Be careful. Let's walk with the word of God. Let's do what the word of God tells us to do. Be obedient to God's word and do not compromise. Another thing that can activate a curse is deception or believing a lie. We must be careful. The Bible even said in the last days, if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. So we have to be careful of deception. We have to be careful, again, of what we take in. We do not want to activate a curse. Okay, broken vows and pledges. All right, now, to to make a vow and break it, the Bible says it's better that you don't do it. So we better be careful what we're saying. 
and even how we speak. You know, you can you can speak something over your life, say, well, I'll never do this or I'll never do that, not realizing that you could be speaking a curse on yourself. So be careful at vows that you make, things that you say you won't do, and things of this nature can actually turn out to be a negative. So if the Lord brings it up in you and say, you know, you shouldn't have said that, go back and get it right correct it repent get it get it out of your life okay rebellion to authority many have trouble obeying authority um you know submitting to authority so we have to be careful we don't want to open up you know the bible says let me say it this way the bible tells us even as children we're to honor our parents we're to respect so there's a lot of dishonoring going on, a lot of disrespecting going on, uh, both in the church, out of the church, on jobs. You know, people just don't want to honor. So we must be careful of this and how uh, uh, that may and make sure, beloved, that you're not rebelling to authority. You know, you're not in that rebellious uh, attitude or mindset. Rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. And we don't want to, we want to stay away from that. Don't want to activate a curse. Okay. Another another thing is the occult or dabbling or involvement in in uh, in the occult or any type of thing that is not of God. Even secret societies, you must be careful of those things as well. So you don't want to be in any way in familiarity, familiar spirits, necromancy, sorcery, witchcraft. Want to stay away from palm reading and all these things, you know. Even modern-day psychics, there's a lot of psychics online, for example. You have to be careful to stay out of contamination. You do not want your life contaminated. And even be careful, you know, uh, people have to be careful running behind, you know, words and things of this nature. Now, I, I'm going to tell you something that God will speak to us. Yes, he will. But he also wants us to have a prayer life. He wants us to get to know him personally. We must get in his word, so we have to stay in balance. So be careful that you're not dipping, dabbling into things that you should not dipple and dabble in. Amen. Okay, and then finally, hardening to the voice of God. We always want to be pliable. I want to encourage you to keep a pliable heart. Keep a heart of flesh. Keep a heart where you're you're open to hear the Lord, hear the word of God. And even when the Lord brings correction, be open to receive it. Praise the Lord. Don't have an unteachable spirit. Don't harden your heart. Keep your heart pliable. Now, having said all of those, I do want to talk about what deactivates a curse. What must we do? Number one, we must be in full obedience to God. One of the things that I believe the Lord is really challenging the body of Christ in today is walking in obedience to his word, walking in obedience to God, being sensitive to the spirit of the Lord and allowing the Lord to minister and keeping that pliability, okay? Number two, another one is a life of repentance and confession. When you're quick to repent, you're quick to turn, you're quick to change, hallelujah, you're quick to turn and go the other way because of a life of repentance, it will de- Activate that that the enemy may have set forth to be done. 
or things that may have been going on and then the Holy Spirit is able to give you wisdom how to pray. So we want to live a life of repentance. Praise God. Be willing, beloved, to take down. Be willing to, even if you've not done anything wrong, if the Lord says repent, go ask forgiveness, go and do it. Be very quick to obey the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then confession. The Bible says if we confess our faults one to another, we'll be healed. Now that healing is not only physical healing. I believe in time, at times it's spiritual healing. It may be emotional. It may be mental. But we all need to be healed. We are all works in progress. And God is dealing with each and every one of his children. Praise the Lord. So when it comes time when the Lord will prick your heart, and 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 really bring something up that you know you need to get straight you need to get right go ahead and get it right hallelujah you don't want to lay down with that you don't want the sun to go down on your wrath the bible says be angry but sin not so we do not want a man to lay down in anger you may rise up in bitterness and resentment and then the enemy is able to further work when you lay down with things on your heart that should not be there that the lord can take and deal with so we must be pliable again with the Lord. Another thing that would deactivate a curse is renunciation, being able to renounce, being able to understand that, wait a minute, not only do I repent, but I am renouncing. I am turning. When you renounce, you totally turn away from that thing that you may have been walking in. So to to renounce is to deny and say no. This is what we have to do. We must renounce. We must live that type of life. And wait a minute. This curse, this word will not have any more dominion over me. Take authority over it in the mighty name of Jesus. Another thing that will deactivate a curse is deliverance. We know that healing and deliverance is a children's bread. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, to give you the bread. Hallelujah. You're not going to ask the Lord for bread and he give you a stone. He's going to give you bread. Hallelujah. And that is the manna that comes from God. The manna that will feed you each and every day. And I don't know about you, but I want to be fed by the Lord. I want to be fed the good manna. I want the good nourishments that the Lord has. Everything that God has for you, beloved, you can have it. You can receive it and you can walk in it. Thank you, Father. And then another thing that will deactivate a curse is the application of the Word of God. We must um, allow not just... Let me say it this way. The Bible says that we're not to just be hearers, but we're to be doers of the word. So to do means I want that word activated in me. Hallelujah. We don't want to just listen. We want to also heed and do as the Lord would say. Hallelujah. So let's apply God's word to our life. Defeat the enemy by making up in your mind, beloved. You're going to walk with God. You're going to obey God. You're going to surrender everything over to God. Hallelujah. And the things that you need to do, you'll let the Lord show you so that you can do what he says. I'm mindful of, or, or I attempt to be mindful of the Lord. Praise the Lord. And when he convicts, quick to repent, quick to get things right. Keep close accounts with God. 
this is a time and a season and an era when we must keep close accounts with the Lord. God is dealing with his people all over. Hallelujah. And he is really calling us to us to the secret place with him. He's calling us to learn to abide in him, to dwell in him, to live in him and remain. The closer you get to God, the closer you stay in the fire, the further away you'll get from the enemy. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he can't cross certain boundaries. And we have to understand that. He does not have all power. God has all power in his hands. Hallelujah. And he gives us authority. Hallelujah. I thank God for it. He gives us the dunamis to walk in the power of God. Thank you, Lord. Another thing we have to, uh, that would deactivate a curse, of course, the application of the word. Sound counsel, sound wisdom. The Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. So if you want to stay safe, you stay in the ark of safety. You stay around good, healthy people, men and women of God. God that can constantly uh, pour into you, but not only that, push you closer to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Recognize that the Lord Jesus, hallelujah, he is the author and he is the finisher of your faith. He will complete you. He will make you well-rounded. Glory to God. And not only that, he will keep that that he has entrusted. Hallelujah. So when the Lord says that he that begins a good work, he will finish. And God wants you to finish, beloved. God wants you to know today that you really are the head. You are not the tail. Glory to God. You're above and you're not beneath. So recognize who you are and whose you are. You belong to Jesus. Glory to God. If you've given your life over to the Lord, if you've made a firm commitment to him, then you belong to God and God wants to make sure that you are an overcomer. So it is imperative that we listen to sound counsel. Another one is that we pray and fast. There's some things you will have to pray and fast to get freed from, to see those breakthroughs, those earmarks. Glory to God. But God wants to push you through each and every one. So we must live a prayer and fasting lifestyle. And then what is more important is that we put on the whole armor of God. God created this weaponry for you, beloved. He created this weaponry so that you could go forth in the power demonstration of God, fully equipped with your helmet on your head that will cover your mind, that will keep those negative thoughts out of your mind. Hallelujah. And then we have the breastplate of righteousness. God wants to teach you how to live right, how to walk right, how to be right my God, how to behave right. So we need the breastplate on. We need the belt of truth around our waist. Glory to God. We need God's word in the midst of our belly. Glory to God that God will continue to stir up his word. Hallelujah. So you won't be fooled tricked, schemed, or deceived in this hour when you know God's word and you have on the whole armor of God. You have the shield of faith that quenches 
every fiery dart that would come your way. Your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You will spend time with God, allowing him to prepare you, allowing him to make and mold you after his image and after his likeness. And then we have the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Glory to God. And then we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It is God's word that cuts. It's God's word that will go in and cut on one side and heal on the other. Glory to God. And the Bible says this, Brother Shannon, we are complete in the Lord. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Beloved, God wants to complete you on today. Hallelujah. He wants you to know that it is his will to give you the good treasure. Glory to God. So that when you speak, you will defy the enemy because every word, every ill-spoken word spoken, every Every word curse spoken, the Lord will give you how to combat that thing and pull that thing down in the mighty name of Jesus. But you must keep on the armor. You must maintain your victory. When God gives you victory, you want to maintain it. Glory to God. So keep the armor on. And then you must walk in truth and transparency. Now, this is a very key thing because when we when we have truth in our inward inward parts, Amen. That's pure. We want we want to stay pure with God. We want to stay transparent. That means you're see-through. Glory to God. You're not hiding anything. When you begin to hide, the enemy gets to lurking. So you want to stay out in the light and stay transparent before the Lord. Then we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a paraclete that comes alongside to help us, that will encourage, that will inspire, that will teach us, and that will convict. Glory to God. So when we need the conviction power of the Holy Ghost, thank God for that. Thank God that God loves you enough to correct you. Hallelujah. Thank God that he just won't let you go rolling over a cliff. Come on now. Thank you, Jesus. So this word is wonderful. God is wonderful. He is awesome. Hallelujah in all of his ways. So we must be filled with the Holy Spirit. We must also dedicate to live a holy lifestyle with God, walking the way God wants us and not putting things in our temple that we should not, not entertaining just any and everything, glory to God, but being mindful of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We want a holy lifestyle. Thank you, Lord. We want to be strong in the word of God. And this is an hour and a season where the Lord is strengthening his people and he's challenging us to not only get in the word but stay in the word each and every day we must be strong in the word of god hallelujah there's much word being spoken but not all of it is from god so we want to make sure we're strong in the word and then we want to walk in the wisdom of god and i'm going to go over now and i want to read a scripture here i believe we're familiar with it in isaiah i believe it is chapter 11 verse verses 1 and 2 I believe let me see um, yes I'm going to read <clears throat> Isaiah chapter 11 I'm going to start with verse number 1 it says and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots verse number 2 
and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And we know that the spirit of the Lord rested upon Jesus when he came to the earth. The Bible says here the spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So thank God for the wisdom of God that he gives. Thank God for Jesus because he walked in wisdom. He walked in understanding. The spirit of counsel and might was upon him. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. He reverenced his father. We're to reverence God. We're to respect God. We're to walk in all of that. So, beloved, we need the wisdom of God. And then we need the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. So, he's given us that authority to speak in his name, to speak on his behalf. Glory to God. And then we see the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is what makes whole. The blood of Jesus is saves and it delivers. Praise God for the blood of Jesus. And and I, I believe I heard about communion earlier that when we do take communion, praise God, and we do it right, we'll be blessed, be healed, be edified, be strengthened. But if you take it unworthily, you could die. So we don't want to do that. You don't want to take your life in your own hands. Hallelujah. But recognize the power that's in the blood of Jesus. When we live right, when we're clean, we we walk upright before the Lord, you'll see God manifested in your midst. Then we have the word of God. We must memorize it. We must read it. We must believe it. Praise God. We must walk in it. Thank you, Lord. And then uh, what deactivates a curse? The knowledge of the root cause. When you can get to the root, you're going to pull that thing up. Hallelujah. That root will not grow back. You want all those roots out. Hallelujah. So even if it's sickness or whatever's going on in your body, you want to get to the root cause of it. You want to find out, well, Lord, what happened and why? And God will speak. He'll speak a word in season, okay? So get to the root cause of things. If you're dealing with things even now, get to the root cause of it. It may be a physical issue. It may not be. It doesn't matter what it is, beloved. The Lord will give you how to get to the root of it so that thing can be pulled up, plucked up, hallelujah, so that a goodly tree can grow, so that you can begin to grow and heal, hallelujah. And then finally, again, the knowledge of a root cause so it can be dismantled. We want all that's not like God to be dismantled. That means taken apart, hallelujah, one jot at a time, one bolt at a time, so that it cannot be put back together again. Thank you, Father. It is God's will to annihilate and do away with the enemy out of your life, hallelujah. So every day of the world that you walk, when things come your way, know this, beloved, you're the head and not the tail. Hallelujah, you must take authority and walk in the authority that the Lord has given. I do want to share some signs of a curse, okay? Number one, cursed on our cities. 
The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, 16, Cursed shall thou be in the city, cursed shall thou be in the field. Now, this happens when disobedience is taking place, when there is rebellion, when there is a rise of, of, of sin and going against the word of God. And we see that in the land. Many cities are under a curse tonight. Many are under the thumb of God, the judgment of God. And so when this happens, we must not dismiss it, beloved. We must see it for what it is and then ask the Lord to reveal how to get rid of it, okay? American cities are doomed. Our own magazines have declared them to be Western Beirut or war zones. Crack is tearing uh, a lot of people apart. New York City is becoming an unlivable, okay? All right? A no turning back. Oh, my. So we, you, we see murders going on every five hours, crime every 20 seconds. Our cities are in trouble. And we need healing in our streets. We need healing in these cities. Whether it's major cities, rural cities, it doesn't matter. We need God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And then there's a curse upon our economy. Curse shall be thy basket and thy store, according to Deuteronomy 28:17. Again, the reason these curses take place, disobedience, going against God, going against his word, okay? Hallelujah. So then we see curses upon future markets. Curse shall be the fruit of your body, the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind or cattle, and the flocks of thy sheep, according to Deuteronomy 28, verse 18. Hallelujah. So, you know, there'll come a time when even the animals will be affected. Do you see how sin can bring in such gross darkness? We have taken it so for granted, beloved, but God is calling us back to him. He's calling us to a place, hallelujah, where we will truly, truly, truly have have a heart of conviction and be ready to repent. And then there are curses upon foreign negotiations. This curse will bring shame and embarrassment. Curse shall thou be when you go in, and curse shall thou be when you go out. Oh my. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Then it says, The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou settest thine hand to do. For to do because of the wickedness of thy doings. Now, this is according to Deuteronomy 28, 19 and 20. We don't want this type of curse on our lives. Hallelujah. Even in our nation, beloved. This is why I believe. God is calling us back to true prayer. Hallelujah. We want to see these things broken down in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Another one is plagues of incurable illnesses. There are many illnesses in the land, and the Lord just gave a word about it and how these some of these things are going to intermingle. They're not going to know what to do. But how many of you know we serve a great, big, wonderful God that can get us on track and keep us on track as we submit to the Lord? We don't even have to be afraid of these things. This is one of the things the Lord has really been ministering to me about, no fear. I want to tell you, no fear. No matter what report you may have received, no fear. You walk in the faith of God, the love of God, the security of God. 
you walk in the justice of God, the hope of God, hallelujah, realize that he is your life, beloved, and your life should be hid in Christ and God in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. So we don't want to live under plagues of incurable disease. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Okay, then dust bowls. This is drought. There's parts of countries, parts of nations that are in such drought. Hallelujah. The Bible says the Lord will make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee again. Judgment. And it's Deuteronomy 28, verse 24. Glory to God. Okay? So we have to understand when things come from God. Not everything comes from the enemy. When things hit us, especially in America, not everything is coming as a result of demonic forces. Some of the things that's taking place, God is allowing for a reason. And we must know that. And I believe we can know when God is moving. I believe we can know when the hand of God is on a situation that looks so bleak. Glory to God. When the Lord says, I'm going to bring you through. And there will be some things that God will bring the people of God through. Hallelujah. That God will be glorified. Thank you, Jesus. Then you have insignificant enemies. Okay. We'll put our armies to, to chase. Now, we don't want to see that. You know, when, I, when when the Lord begins to tell me to say these different things, I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't want to get on there and say that. Hallelujah. But listen, beloved, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. But God is calling us back to a place of prayer and fasting, seeking the face of God for strongholds to be pulled down. Amen. And people want to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Now, listen, another one is an epidemic of divorce. We've seen divorce on the rise for so many years now. Hallelujah. This will be an epidemic of broken homes uh, has already erupted and it has gotten worse. Okay. The Bible says thou shalt betray the wife and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and shall not Gather the grapes thereof. That's Deuteronomy 28.30. All of this is in line with word curses. Curses spoken because of disobedience, because of things not going on when they should. So again, we must take a look at what's going on and why. All right? Then we have a wave of bankruptcies. Many will fold when it comes to their finances. All right? The Bible says that thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes. That donkey shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall be given unto thine enemies. Oh, my. And thou shalt have none to rescue them. That's Deuteronomy 28 and 31. This describes the ancient oriental custom of the creditor taking everything from the debtor for restitution. Okay. All right. It warns of the wave of bankruptcies that will come upon this cursed nation. Oh, my, 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 my. Number 10, the loss of an entire generation of youth. The enemy is after our youth, yes. But, beloved, we must grab a hold now. Get a hold of ourselves, my God, and go after our young people. Go after them in prayer. Go after them in fasting. Go after them in laboring and, and, and really laboring on the altars for our children, that there will be a great influx of souls, hallelujah, among our young people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We don't want our young people, daughters and sons, given over unto another people. 
according to Deuteronomy 28.32. Hallelujah. We want our young people to be saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, on fire for the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And then the prosperity of other nations at our expense. The stranger, the Bible says, that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. That's Deuteronomy 28 and 43. Hosea describes the blindness of people under this curse. Strangers have devoured his strength, and he knoweth it not. Yea, gray hairs are here and there upon, upon him, yet he knoweth not. That's Hosea 7 and 9. And then the Bible says whatever the crop, whatever the fruit the stranger shall swallow it up according to Hosea 8 verse number 7. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then number 12 we have you'll become a debtor nation rather than a lender. I don't know about you beloved. I do not want to be in debt. I'd rather be a lender. Rather be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. So in the last few years or so we have become the world's biggest debtor nation. At this moment we are now the tail. Japan is the head. I believe China as well. Now I know this may not be popular. But beloved, America's in trouble. And I know that. You should know that. And it's time for us, past time for us to pray and ask the Lord to help us. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just about there tonight. Glory to God. Consider the $150 billion that's needed to save our banking system. Our banking systems are in trouble. We need to pray. Hallelujah. We should, we should be lenders and not borrowers. But we must be careful. I'm going to leave that right where it is. Now, how do you break a curse and begin to walk in the blessing of God? Number one, confess and repent to the Lord. Ask the Lord to save. Ask the Lord to deliver. Confess. Repent. Turn. Glory to God. Then you confront the curse. Confront this thing that's going on. Confront what may be in your life. Confront what may be in your family's life. Confront it head on. Thank you, Jesus. And then we are to command demons associated with the curse to leave at once. Thank you, Lord. We must be careful what we say. We must guard our speech. We must guard what we say. Praise the Lord. Our words should be seasoned with salt. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, okay? Command demons associated with the curse to leave at once. And then clean out, okay, any cursed objects or things even in your home. It's imperative, you know, sometimes just take time. Go through your home and find out what's in here. What, you know, ask the Holy Spirit. Ask the Lord to show you, glory to God, if there are things that have come in or you brought in and they're causing trouble, amen, get rid of it. Thank you, Lord. Get rid of it, okay? And then consecrate yourself and your home. That means set yourself apart unto God. Don't allow things to come in that should not be there. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, watch what you watch. All right? Be careful what you watch. Be careful what you entertain and how you open doors or let doors be open. Glory to God. That could open the door to demonic activity. It's imperative that you keep, amen, your atmospheres clean and, and, and sanctified and consecrated where the Lord can dwell. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this today. Praise the Lord. Okay? Consecrate yourself in your home and then commit your life to God. 
be totally committed to Lord to the Lord 100% without reservation, without fear, hallelujah, without even thinking about it. When you've really made a dedicated uh, heart and life to the Lord and you're sold out to the Lord, what you're telling the Lord is, I will do whatever God you want me to do. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to be obedient to you. God is in charge. And one thing I like about it, I like the Lord to be in charge, not me. Hallelujah. I just want him to allow me to ride. Come on now. Thank you, Father. No, he doesn't force us. He doesn't do that. Glory to God. But he will lead us. Thank you, Father. And the Bible says the true sons are led by the Spirit of God. I want to be led by God's Spirit. Praise the Lord. Okay. So then we must we must consecrate our home, commit our life to God, and then celebrate the freedom that God gives. Thank God. Now, I want to read another scripture, and I believe this one is in Galatians. I'm going to go over to Galatians now. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, just run on over there to Galatians. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word, dear Lord. Galatians 5, I believe. Forgive me for... Let's see. I think there's two here I want to read here. Thank you, Lord. I think it's Galatians 5. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, when you come out of something, God don't want you to go back in. Amen. So he gives us to stand fast in liberty. He wants us to walk in the liberty he's given us. Don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Don't go back. You keep your hand to the plow. You keep looking to Jesus. He's Again, he's the author and finisher of your faith. You don't want to look back because then you won't be fit for the kingdom. I want to be fit, and I believe you do too. Praise the Lord. Okay. Amen. Now, just a few signs that a curse may, may be in operation. Uh, history of mental or emotional breakdowns, anxiety, depressions, bipolars. Um, you know, some of these things can open doors again, and sometimes we're not aware of what's going on even mentally, but we can break those things, okay? Uh, repeated or chronic illness, sickness. Now, I, I, I know that when people get sick, there are reasons for it. But if it's sin, you want to get rid of the sin, whatever the reason is. You want to go to the Lord about it. Ask God what's going on and why it's there. The Lord will give you wisdom, okay? Barrenness, a tendency to miscarry or uh, related female problems, okay? I believe God wants us to be fruitful, amen? And so if there's things like that going on, let's find out why. Breakdowns of marriages and family, um, alienation. Hallelujah, okay? Breakdown of marriage and our family alienation. There are times when families have been broken down, the families there that, that, you know, things going on in families and things of this nature. And we can pray and ask the Lord to give us wisdom to know what to do, how to take authority over those things, okay? 
continued financial insufficiency, poverty, poverty mentalities. You know, God broke that spirit of poverty, that lack that was one time over my family, you know, from generations. You know, God broke those things and God will break those curses. Amen. There's nothing that God cannot do when we put our trust in the Lord. Okay. And being accident prone, you know, all these things we want to pray and ask the Lord, you know, break these things. Amen. In Jesus name. Then history of suicides and unnatural or untimely deaths, premature deaths. Okay. All of these things. Take a look at it. We have prayed over families that have had premature death. Maybe it came through cancer. Maybe it came through illness. May have came through accidents where we had one person die and then another one the same way. You know, all these type of things. And so we have to pray and get those doors closed so the enemy cannot keep doing that. Okay. Hallelujah. Financial infidelity and, and financial problems and all of these things here. Uh, come in for different from different reach for different reasons. Okay, so when there's financial issues and chronic issues like this, we want to find out why. Amen. To get rid of it. All right. So, beloved, the Lord does not want us to be operating under word curses. God wants you free. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And it is my prayer tonight that we will identify, identify when the enemy is working, when there's things going on in your life, in your family that will keep you from your potential. You want to identify it. You want to get those things broken. Amen. Those curses, word curses. God wants you to be blessed. Hallelujah. God wants you to have the the God kind of life. Amen. The Bible says the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. Let's let the Lord order our steps and direct us, lead you and guide you into all truth. So I'm encouraging you, amen, to seek the face of God. If there's things in your life you know God's not pleased with, get rid of it. Don't let it fester. Don't let it keep going on. Get rid of all procrastination. Get rid of doubt. Get rid of unbelief. My God. Thank you, Father. Everything that's not like God. Allow the Lord to show you. Praise God. If you have doors open in your life and you know you've not been obedient to the Lord, repent and ask God to forgive you. Ask him to come in and wash you over again, to make you over again, that you will be the vessel that God wants you to be in this hour. Father, I thank you and I just praise you today for your word. I thank you for your precious men servants and maid servants. I thank you, Father, for that that you have done for us and all that you will do do. I thank you today for your word, Father, and I ask you to bless each and every one on here, Father. I ask that you minister, Father God, in Jesus' name, and Lord, where the enemy has come in like a flood, I ask you, Lord, Spirit of the Lord, to lift up a standard in Jesus' name. Every weapon that has formed, Father God, I ask you to cause it to die to the root that it will not prosper in the name of Jesus. And Father God, help our speech to be seasoned with salt. Give us the right words to say at the right time that we won't sabotage ourselves or abort 
that that you want to do in us because of our words, because of our speech in Jesus name. So, Father, help us on today. Minister to each and every one on this line right now. I pray, Father, if there's anyone sick, that you would heal, that you would encourage, Lord God, that you would give miracles to. Father, we love you and we appreciate you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for the hope, oh God, that you truly give us. We thank you for that now. Thank you for the God kind of life. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you're doing. Continue to minister to each and every one in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. And I thank you and I praise you for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. I love you all so much. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Thank you, Sister Vells. This is a great word today. What would you like to title it for the archive tonight? Well, I believe, uh, what about Identify and Breaking Curses? I love it. That's perfect. We'll have this up in the archive here later this evening. And uh, if you're coming in late, please get a copy and share it with a friend. Now, Sister Vells, tell people how they can tune into your broadcast, uh, make contact with your ministry, and support your work. Yes, sir. Well, Brother Shannon, you know the Lord is doing such wonderful things for us here in Blackwell. First of all, we're located in Blackwell, Oklahoma, and our ministry, Set Free Outreach Ministries, and uh, are there. The church, Brother Shannon, delivers Tabernacle Apostolic Center. If anyone would like more information, you can go to our website, Set Free Outreach Ministries. Dot org is the website, or people can email us if they have questions, comments, if they'd like to be put on any of our um, our mailing lists, they can email us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. That's setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel. If anyone would like to follow our programs there, Apostle Deborah Vales. And if anyone would like to support our ministry, and we do appreciate, uh, you can go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. We do have a donate button there. They can donate through PayPal if they'd like to donate. Or if sometimes people still send in offerings, I'll give you our address. It's 721 North 1st Street. That's 721 North 1st Street, Blackwell, Oklahoma. 74631 is Set Free Outreach Ministries. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for each and every one. Also, if you'd like to watch our, our weekly broadcast, Monday through Friday, you can watch us on, on YouTube, uh, Apostle Deborah Vales, or you can go to our personal uh, web page, uh, I'm sorry, Facebook, which is Deborah Ann Vales. Or Set Free Outreach Ministries. Nothing goes without prayer. Those are our Facebook pages. And we can be found Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Monday through Friday, Set Free Live. And I'm just thankful to God for everything he's doing for us. And I love each and every one of you. God bless. Amen. Thank you, Sister Vells, for coming on. And we'll see you again on the 30th. God bless you, Brother Shannon. We'll see you then. Love you. Great word tonight. Thank you. And love you too. God bless. Folks, that was Dr. Deborah Vells, Set Free Outreach Ministries. Well, if you're just joining me, we did a five-show marathon today. We actually did an early bird show this morning at 9 a.m. 
Central, 10 Eastern with uh, Rick Bell. Then we had Joseph Cohen on the 7 o'clock hour with John Cassandra, Tommy Hollihan, Doug Perry, and Dr. Vells. We're going to be back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern for our international show. Tomorrow we'll have Michael Cummins from London. Then tomorrow night, Michael Basham, Doug Perry, Tim Keyes, and more. Okay, I've got all the shows uploaded for you. You can go and get them for free. Go to my website, omegamanradio.com, and that'll direct you. Or you can just go directly to omegaman.podbean.com. I just uploaded four reloaded shows. Those are where we're remastering our back catalog of over 10,000 shows. I released uh, four new ones. Everything we did yesterday, of course, is up. And um, even this morning's program. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, we did. I posted this morning. So this evening's shows, we got four of them to post. I'll have here in a few hours. They will be up there for you. We also have a Podbean app for those that uh, like apps. I usually uh, get my stuff right off the internet, so omegaman.podbean.com will take you to our main archive. Now, you can also find me on um, Facebook, and I'm posting as a pinned post there our daily schedule. So if you want to know what we've got, just go to my Facebook wall. Mr. Shannon Ray Davis, you'll find the uh, program programs for today we had, and of course tomorrow I'll put up a new list. Uh, what else do I need to mention? Website again, omegamanradio.com. Encourage you to get on my Substack mailing list for updates. Uh, check our website out once a week. Now, this program is 100% listener supported. We are able to do shows like tonight because somebody or multiple people have supported this program to fuel this operation. 100% supported by free will and love offerings. I have nothing to sell. We're not going to sell any of the programs. They're always going to be free, free to listen to, free to download. And bit by bit, I'm going to get the full archive put back online. Over 10,600 shows. I'm cleaning up the first 1,000, though. I need to remove some commercial music. And I'm remastering and putting them back up there. And then past that point, they'll get up there really fast. Uh, We may have a quicker solution to do it. We'll see. But... Uh, you can go to my website if you value these programs, like to see us continue. We've got PayPal there, Zelly, Cash App, mailing address, GoFundMe, number of ways. And I want to thank all those that do support the program. Without your help, we would not be able to be here tonight. God richly bless you for praying for us, for your support, where you're able to give. And with that, um, please tell a friend about the shows. That's really all I have to say, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you for the opportunity to do more programs today. Bless everybody that came out, all the speakers. Again, we cover us all in our families in the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, friends. I'm going to close out with a song and um, start working on posting these for you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. God bless.